The whole thing? Yeah, it's pretty gross. The stem and then the, and the core. You didn't tell me not to eat the stem, dude. Did you eat the stickers that are all over it? Yeah, it was gross. Of course it's gross. It's a sticker. I eat stickers all the time, oh dude. Oh, my God. This whole thing is a disaster. I'm Welcome to This Guy Sucks with Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass. And let's just jump right into what feels like a kneecap recap. I lost my must-win this week by two points, and I've got a little list of people who should be contacting law enforcement soon due to some strongly worded fan mail. My droppables for the week are going to be Alan Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, and Jacoby Myers. You fucking suck! Now, Ayuk and Alan Robinson are self-explanatory. They have been the worst draft picks of the season, and them just being on my roster is doing nothing but weighing me down. So it's time for them to go overboard. However, Jacoby Myers is somebody I had low expectations for and then high expectations for and now zero expectations for. The Pats hang 54 in this walking bag of baby dicks only comes down with five receptions for 44 yards in a blowout. The rest of the other Patriots skill players combined to put up 102 points. This guy's absolutely killing me and I'm not having any more of it. And they're not alone. The Chicago Bears can go back to their shanties. Damn you people. Back to your shanties. Just when I thought Mike Evans had the worst give up of the day when he donated Tom Brady's 600th passing touchdown away to what was definitely going to be a future Florida man, the Bears secondary gives up three touchdowns. You never allowed three. Threes are infamous. And if you don't believe me, here's a list of terrible threes. Godfather three. Hangover three. Jurassic Park three. Home Alone three. Night at the Museum three. Rush Hour three. Shrek three. And if you think that Home Alone 3 is good, you need to stop listening to this podcast right now and get the fuck out of here. Got no Macaulay Culkin, got no Joe Pesci. It sucks. I don't want to hear it. But that being said, the rest of the list speaks for itself. We knew the Bears offense was basically a planned parenthood dumpster, but their defense proved to be just as bad. I'm not asking for the 85 Bears here with coaches punching each other on the sidelines. I don't think anybody from the organization, save for Khalil Herbert, should be allowed to fly back. They should have to take buses, specifically Greyhounds, so that they are in as much discomfort as they put me through. However, Khalil Herbert, he deserves a first-class Delta flight all the way back. That guy is amazing. But yeah, the rest of the Chicago Bears, specifically the defense, is a shantytown. But they're not the only ones stepping on rakes. I actually have to look inward and take these double birds I've been flipping off all weekend and point them back at myself for being a terrible drafter in this league. Of my first 10 draft picks, only two of them played this week, and Zeke was the only person I had on a buy. So if I want to blame anybody, it's going to be myself and my inability to have less than eight drinks at any fantasy draft. It's things like this that keep me up at night with the shame sweats. And I'm embarrassed. I mean, I've got a draft board that is more depressing than Schindler's list and not even the number two overall QB in fantasy and best quarterback in the state of Pennsylvania Jalen Hurts can buoy me I'm down and out at two and five and I'm listening to a lot of logic I I don't want to be alive I don't want to be alive I just want to die today I just want to Now, all that being said, there was some smackdown to be laid this weekend in Galaxy League. You'll definitely be able to tell which league I'm talking about going forward in the obvious tone of my voice changing. The bye week prophecy was canceled thanks to some stud work, and let's give some shoutouts. Scary Terry was finally told it was October and actually lived up to his Halloween namesake by bailing out Tyler Heineke on all seven of his catches. 
Derrick Henry got tired of running the ball and just said, fuck it, I'm throwing it this time and dropped in a nice little five-yard ditty to some tight end I'd never even heard of as the Titans went full R. Kelly on the Chiefs. I'm fighting for my life! Derek Carr continues his silent protest of the John Gruden firing by playing the best he's ever played. And when asked about the controversy after the win, he had something interesting to say, and I'm quoting here, and I'm also paraphrasing the quote, How come John Gruden's private emails were leaked and read within hours, yet we still have not seen Hillary Clinton's emails? End paraphrasing of quote. That's an interesting observation, Derek, and I don't think I could agree anymore. But this is a positive segment, so no need to dwell on that any further. Knock on wood if you're with me. And last but not least, my obvious and fail-proof reverse jinx of Miles Gaskin worked like a charm, as even he looked surprised to end up with 15 points last week. I'll get into his trade value and a future trade-a-palooza extravaganza. But for now, I take it that I haven't earned your trust and you did the opposite of what I suggested last week, which would have worked out well on all fronts. Kudos to Miles Gaskin. Killed my opponent, whacked him. All right, that's bad enough of that. So for all the shit complaining I've been doing about my home league, I've been trick-or-treating in Galaxy for about six weeks now. I keep going house to house and I keep seeing these bowls out front with little signs that say, please put up less than 110. And I say, fuck you. I'm putting up 120, 130, 140, and I'm taking all your candy, especially all of the dots, which are the best Halloween candy that anybody can put out. And I know some people might frown on that because the country is going through a supply chain issue and it's hard to get a consistent supply of products. But this month is all about taking. I'll do all of my giving in December. Thank you, prick. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, I haven't heard a fake sponsor yet, so that means you probably got some cease and desist letters from a couple specific companies, but you would be dead wrong. We have a great sponsor this week, and it's DiGiorno's Pizza. Look, it's not always about being the best, or the second best, or the third best, or the fourth best, not even the fifth best. It's about existing. If you were to walk into a 7-Eleven right now, odds are that DiGiorno's would exist, and they are always there for you when you don't need them the most. Not to mention they have unofficially supported the NFL for years now. Here's a little quick antidote that tells you everything about DiGiorno's. All right? Not long after the Ray Rice incident, the hashtag why I stayed started to trend on Twitter as men and women recalled harrowing tales of why they stayed with an abusive partner. It was at this very moment that DiGiorno's tweeted out, you had pizza, in a courageous act of free advertisement. Needless to say, everybody appreciated it very much and it went over incredibly smoothly. Remember, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno's. And right now, our listeners can get 150% off if they were to use the promo code YISTAID. Let's get to some awards. Now, these are going to be a little bit different than some previous awards I've given out because I don't want to just spit out the same awards week to week like I'm some neonatal Yahoo. And I really like this first one. This is going to be the Shits Week Award. Shits Week! This goes to the player or players I was least afraid of playing against this week, and it's going to be a weird tie between former Falcon Julio Jones and current Falcon Mike Davis. I don't think anybody anywhere needs any explanation on why I was unafraid to play these two. They are journeyman vets who have had their asses slapped so hard by the door that they are telling people they walked out wearing assless chaps. They have been sufficiently cucked by better players on both of their teams at the same position, and I thought their shit was weak. A second award we have is the Johnny Drama Not Bad Award. The 15's not bad. Oh, it's not good. And this is going to go to Chase Edmonds. I don't know if anybody was happy or upset with their Chase Edmonds performances so far. I personally just traded for him. I gave up T. Higgins, who we talked about last week as a potential boo-hoo, 
and I feel about as neutral as possible. I did need a running back, and Edmonds, while being on my do not draft list, has had a pretty good, not bad, not good season. He's blown my personal expectations for him this year out of the water with a 9.7 points per game average and half PPR. And yeah, I feel not bad, but also Yankee. Our last award for the week is the Now You See Me Award for the worst use of magic possible. And it has to go to Robbie Anderson for being the Burt Wonderstone of wide receivers whose hair looked like it was made on a Microsoft Paint Salon application. I mean, this guy truly has some of the best sleight of no hands I've ever seen, and it looks like he's even acquired the live-action rights to my podcast as he continues his seven-week off-Broadway show entitled, This Guy Sucks. The last four weeks, he's got 39 targets and 13 receptions, just an absolute shit show at the Fuck Factory. He's very lucky that it did not cost me a win this week, but man, that is some pain, pain, pain. And a little quick sidebar, how can we use the term magic or that's magical in such a positive, amazing tone. You know, we always say, you know, oh man, this product is like magic or, oh man, like that masseuse was worked my back like magic. We talk about it so nicely. And yet people whose actual jobs are magicians are some of the least respected and most made fun of members of our society. I mean, they're down, they're down there beneath mimes. I don't know. Stuff like that always bothers me. Something to think about. Illusion, Michael. Mm, trick is something a whore does for money. And lastly, I would like to hit on some timeline continuity from episode one by renaming the Luck of the Week Award brought to you by Jalen Hurts to a much more appropriate He Can't Keep Getting Away With This Award. He can't keep getting away with it! So consider each recipient of this award a spiritual successor to Jalen Hurts' title as luckiest player in fantasy. And this week, it's going to go to Ben Affleck. Well, it's actually Cooper Cup, but if you've seen Role Models, you know. You're white, then you've been athlete. Right, Will? Yeah, you're white. That's true, I am white. And that should do it for this week's award. Up next, I'd like to start something I'm calling Really? Nobody else? Really? Nobody's going to speak up. Where I'm just going to ask you all if you do something that I've noticed myself doing when I'm watching fantasy football. Sometimes simple is calming, like knowing when you reach for a slice of toilet paper, it's going to be thick. You definitely don't want to pull too small of a slice and get mud pie all over your hands. Random! So I want to know, when you guys are watching one of your skill position players on offense, do you count where all the defenders are to see if you are about to have a juicy one-on-one for your wide receiver or tight end, or if you have a blocking advantage for your running back? I find myself doing this on every play, and I can't tell if I'm a sick bird or not. I basically look at the defensive line, I look at the linebackers, and then I look at the defenders, and I try and figure out if I'm about to get some points coming my way. So if anybody else out there does this, please let me know at the end of the podcast so we can start some sort of support group or something like that. Arnold Palmer alert. Arnold Palmer alert. Who wants some Arnie Palmies? (laughs) Sweetie, this one is the vodka right here. And that'll do it for our world famous Arnold Palmer alert, which listeners of the pod for years will know that means we are coming to an end, just like this horrible Seahawks Saints game I just witnessed. But to the player's credit, it rained for the first time in who knows how long in Seattle. And we can probably get past that next week. If you have any questions or comments, please make sure you send them to chuckbassfantasy at gmail.com. I do plan on doing a listener mailbag here soon, as well as my highly anticipated Tradeapalooza extravaganza. So be sure to be out on the lookout for both of those. And I appreciate everything you guys have done so far. We are up to 75 downloads in just one week. 
Don't forget, you can find these podcasts on Spotify, soon on Apple Podcasts, and once again, speaking out to the people who are listening to this in the year 2009, Pandora Radio. So go ahead and throw this bad boy on and mix in some Jaw Rule while you're at it. That'll do it for me. I'm Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass. Chuck Bass.